0: everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Good middle morning. Ah, uh, a nice middle morning on midsummer. Hmm, <laughs> yes, tis middle morning in the Shire. The mm-hmm. hobbits are out playing their little game. Oh, you simply must join us for mid-morning tea. Oh, but what of second mid-morning tea? Oh well, you know, that's really getting into afternoon, But if you know how to mid-morning tea proper. But what about lunch? Well, then we, we just roll straight on, don't we? What kind of madness Eating is this? Eating all day, every day. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. This is JoJo's World, our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, where today we are recording in the midst of some rare Perth rain. <laughs> rare? Don't know if that's picking up on the audio or not, but if it is, just think of it as a soothing 10-hour rain sounds YouTube video. That you might go to sleep to. What's the uh, What's the famous, like, you have a fireplace, rain sounds, and then it's like fragrant coffee jazz? Yeah, yeah, it's like smooth jazz cafe, 10 yeah. hour loop, oh, yes. rain on the windows. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Everyone in 2006 is like, oh yeah. Not 2006. That's, I, think, I think YouTube still had the 10, 10 or 15 minute uh, limit at that point. So mm. you're really looking at like mid-2010s. Ah, oh, the mid-2010s. What a golden era of YouTube. You know? Nope. We had, um, uh... Nick is failing to list a single good thing about the video website YouTube. Uh, we had, um... And I'm, of course, Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm also Nick Ballantyne of the co-hosts that I already said. Yep, I was just breaking you out of that loop. But... Today, we are talking about episodes (laughs) 6 and 7 of Bubblegum Crisis, Tokyo, 2040. We are recording this 40 days out from the release of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 6, Stone Ocean. And we'll, will we get through the rest of Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo 2040 in that time? Look, doubtful. Okay. But I'm hoping we'll get to at least the halfway point and we can... Uh, Pretend that, that we finished. Put it on finished. pause. But also, I think uh, if, if it's anything like last time, we'll probably wait a few weeks to a month um, post the release of Stone Ocean to get on that horse anyway just yeah. so I have time to watch it through in advance and, yeah. and pick out any things that I want to draw particular attention to. Yeah, just make sure all the bugs get patched out. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get the special release pre-order bonuses, <laughs> secret uh, Jolene secondary outfit. Yeah, Pre-order bonus DLC outfit for Jolene where she's wearing Jotaro's coat. Ooh. I wonder if that's ever going to happen in the anime. Speak on that. Well, like, <laughs> is is she going to get sent the coat of her dad at some point to be like... Her this... dad who is in a coma. Yeah, and they'll be like, I hope this gives you strength in this... <laughs> the in, speed in this wagon. trying prison. If the Speedwagon Foundation... Sends her her dad's coat to be like, this will give you power. Now, when you say her dad's coat, yes. do you mean like his big white great coat? No, or I his mean... classic part three yes. great coat? Yeah, that great <laughs> coat. You know, the one where it's like, hey, you're about that age. Here you go. It's a rite of passage. We know because we're basically your parents now. Well, Nick, you know I don't like to spoil this show for you, but I feel pretty confident telling you that won't happen. God damn it! Nick, episode six, get it on. Ooh, get it on is named after, potentially, a few sources on this, but I think most likely the T-Rex song, Get It On. That does make a lot of sense, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the United States, it was retitled Bang With A Gong, parentheses, Get It On, to avoid confusion with a song of the same name by the group Chase. Ooh. And of course, as we know, Chase is the song that you earned the ire of the internet from <sighs> for declaring a bad song. Because it's bad. It's just a bad... So- it's like... After all this time and countless conversations, I'm still saying it's a bad song because I'm right. Like that, it's just, I can see you smiling at me in my rage, but I know I'm we right We do have this. fun on this podcast. This isn't fun. This is reality, man. This is just what it is. I can also tell you that Get It On, famously <laughs> yeah. the catchphrase of uh, the general guy from MXC, Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Uh, that's Takeshi's Castle? Takeshi's Castle, yeah. indeed. With the commentary that can only be described as next fucking level. Next level, you say? Next level on the most extreme challenge? Mm, exactly, yeah. Literally, like, I have watched episodes of MXC recently. Whoa. And I'm like, damn, that is funny. That is some hilarious shit. Saxophones were played by Ian MacDonald of King Crimson. Producer Visconti later recalled, He played all the saxes, one baritone and two altos. I kept the baritone separate but bounced the altos to one track. I bounced the backup vocals to two tracks, making an interesting stereo image. Huh. Sure thing. Mm-hmm. I like how we veered away from, he played saxophones to, yeah, so here's how I mixed everything. the vocals Here's how mixed vocals were. <laughs> so I mixed everything mm-hmm. in the track. You're like, okay, what, huh? That's like if you start with... um, Oh, God. Have I ever told you the story of when... here we go. ...of when we went to see some weightlifters at, like... No. Okay. So, you know how... I don't know if they're still going, but you can go see, like, people who do incredible feats of strength, and then they tell them... Like they tell the audience like their story and like where they've come from and stuff like that, and you're like, yeah. Hang you know, can... Before we get too sidetracked, I just want to share this one quote about the production of this oh, track. Go on. Um, so there was some back and forth about wh- who played the piano on the record and mm. whether it needed a piano player. Uh, Wakeman pointed out to Tony Visconti that the record did not actually need a piano player. Visconti suggested that he could add a gliss. Wakeman said that Visconti could do could do that. To which Bolan replied, "You want your rent, don't you?" Wakeman did, and earned £9 (laughs) for his efforts. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Sorry, hang on, let me get this right. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not sure. (laughs) Just imagine if some guy's like, do we need keyboards? Oh, we could have keyboards right now. We don't need keyboards, but you want some money, don't you? (laughs) You want your rent, right? And he got £9. That was his rent for that week. Hooray! is it? Is it? Anyway, so you know how you can get, or you can go to weightlifting conferences, like weightlifting shows, where like they show off, like like bodybuilding or weightlifting. No, like weightlifting, and like you can like crush a cinder block in your hands. You You sure can can. Bend steel. And, like, you can lift a truck. You can pull and sh- a truck like with your teeth. Yeah, exactly. That, like, sort of shit, right? Yeah. So, Feats of strength. The yeah. kind that an old-timey man with a big waxed mustache might do. Yeah. So, we went to. I, I don't remember if we did it on this podcast. The circus before. had come to town. Yeah, the circus had come to town. Me, my mum, my sister, and uh, someone that we knew. Ooh. Um, <laughs> someone that you knew. I think it was like an old, like friend from, you know, when I was born and, and my sister was born, and they were born around the same uh, time, so our families knew each other. Childhood sweethearts. No! <laughs> um, we went to this, like, it was meant to be like a, a burly man strong show-off show, right? Sure, a burly and, man strong show-off. Yeah, and it was marketed as like, come see the big men do their big feats of strength. Okay. And we were like, yeah, right. Yeah, may as well, you know, seems, seems fine. So, we went and uh, it started off fine, where they were like, hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, here's a can of beans. And he just crushes a can of beans in his fist. And I was like, what happened to the beans? They just went fucking everywhere. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure nowadays you'd be crucified by cancel culture for wasting food. You know, not recycling the tin, uh, blood everywhere, whatever. Terrible. Or you'd be cancelfied by crucer culture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Cruiser culture? Anyway. Anyway. Uh, So we get there and they're like doing their feet to strength and then at some point... Nick is making uncomfortable can-crushing hand motions at me. And Liam is checking Instagram as I (laughs) talk about (laughs) I can multitask. Um, So they start like talking with a microphone mind you that isn't getting crushed and I'm like... Wow, they can control their strength. Yeah. At first it's things like "All right, here we go guys. Are you ready for a great night? We're like, yeah. So here's the plan. We're going to Crush some stuff. We're gonna lift some things, and then our buddy's gonna come out and talk about some stuff. Then we're gonna crush some more. And I was Uh-oh, like, "That's a red flag." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, "Talk about st- okay, sure." So then, as he said, some dudes come out. Ah, uh, can't hang on. Let me guess. Let me guess. Um, they start crushing some give, things. Give me um. Give me three guesses. Okay, take three guesses. First guess: uh, pyramid scheme. Uh... <laughs> Not quite, but almost. Okay. You're, you're almost there. Uh, second guess, religious conversion thing? Bam! Okay, yes. So, so what happens is, they come it's out... It's real... Um, like, when the guy comes to your high school and is like, hey, if I can make this basketball shoot shot from half court, you're all going to love Jesus, right? Yeah, literally that. They were like, guys, I've been doing some hard shit in my life, and then I saw the light of God, and then I got better. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go lift this truck now. And we were like, oh, that's a weird... weird thing to share before lifting a truck but okay and then it kind of got more and more present right right. and then it got to the point where one of them was like they were easing you into it like a hot bath yes the very same sort of hot bath one might be baptized in yeah so it got to the point where literally by the end of it when we like walked out was when he was like hey guys so look we've been lifting things we've been doing stuff old Johnny over there he's told you about his rehab course man that worked because of Jesus and we were like I think it might be time to leave. I think it might be time to leave. And mum was like, it's definitely fucking time to leave. And we were like, all right, let's start packing our stuff up. Half of the audience straight up walked out. Mm-hmm. The other half were just sitting there confused and like, wait, what are we watching now? We paid money. So I guess this is entertainment. Okay. But like all of them came out and were like, we're going to start like sharing you guys with Jesus. Let me just hear your voice and say, the Lord is great. And we we're like, yeah, it's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. As we were leaving, there was like a big cross put up on the stage <laughs> and we were like are they going to crush the no no they're going to praise they're gonna, the cross are they right. going to crucify someone yeah no no they're not going to do that they're just going to they're just going to talk about it okay let's go and it just like devolved into that very quickly anyways that that's the story awesome. that I uh I can't remember why I brought it up but neither can I point being strong men <laughs> We're just, just doing the things was yeah. cool. But... but this show isn't about strong men, Nick. It's about strong women in strong suits. Uh, and Nick, the second episode we're talking about today is called Look at Yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a reference to the Uriah Heep album. Re- released in September 1971. Ooh, I like that. Ooh. A hard rock, heavy metal and progressive rock album. Hell yeah. I'm into heavy metal. I know. Much like... You Waitland. were in a heavy metal band. Much. Excuse me, that was a thrash metal band. I'll have you know. Same thing though, innit? I will fucking <laughs> end you. I remember that we had a lot of discussions about what genre are we? And does it really matter? Yes, what genre it does matter. It's about personal branding. It's about accelerating your growth. Accelerating? Through... Uh, synergizing the cohesive holistic vision of your product to manage your workflow in a way that benefits you Liam the band <laughs> the band member of the, jesus the band member of jesus you're one of the holy trinity and if you don't have a holistic vision of what that means you got to think about lifting some weights And bending some metal. Nick, I'm not finding a heap of interesting info about this particular, um... Band or album? Album or titular song. Oh, you gotta look up Uriah Heep the band, because I'm sure the band has a lot of interesting things. Like, for example, why are they called Uriah Heep? Why is it spelled that way without a Y? Why? Nick, keep... they've been referred to as pioneers of the hard rock, heavy metal, and progressive rock genres. They are. Their best known songs include Gypsy, mm-hmm. Easy Livin', mm-hmm. The Wizard, mm-hmm. Sweet Lorraine, yep. and Stealin'. Yeah. Those are some titles. Look, they are legends in the genre. Are they? Yeah. Why? Well, just, they just—they were just like... Justify that to me. Well, they were pioneers of the genre oh. of uh, heavy metal and progressive metal. You know, or like, you know, they're, they're real kind of... Interesting songwriters, you know? They just really pump them out. Nick is clicking. Hmm. A thing I have been told not to do on multiple occasions (laughs) and refuse to learn. He won't be cancelled by the woke scolds (laughs) who want him to stop clicking. Every single time I do it on Twitter, why does Nick keep clicking his fingers? Clicky Nicky, that's what they call him. And not because I click my fingers. but because because of your crippling arthritis. (laughs) Yeah, I literally wake up in the morning and I'm like, Ah! (laughs) Ah, oh, my spine once again readjusted so that I may function as a human being. The album Demons and Wizards, Ooh. which featured the songs Rainbow Demon and The Wizard. Yeah. Uh, Wait, is those the only two songs on the album? No, I don't. I doubt it. Oh. It's an album. Yeah, but that basically meant, is it less than 30 minutes long? What? Like back in those days, you had albums that were like two songs composed of like 18 movements each. That went for like half an hour. The um the liner notes on this album hmm. declared it was just a collection of our songs that we had a good time recording. Nice. That was in order to discard any possible insinuations concerning any kind of concept behind it, like that it would be linked with a f- fantasy world or anything like right. that. Right. I see. Even though it's called. Demons Demons and wizards. wizards. Okay, interesting. The band was really focused at that time. We all wanted the same thing. We're all willing to make the same sacrifices to achieve it. And we're all very committed. It was the first album to feature that lineup. And there was a magic in the combination of people that created so much energy and enthusiasm. Mm, There was a magic to creating demons. And wizards. wizards. Mm. Mm. Some would say there was a certain magic to creating those dungeons and dragons. A certain magic that could only be captured by Uriah Heep. A band of all shapes. Well, no, they were all white men. Um, Nick? Yes. Probably about time we started talking about these episodes. <laughs> okay, okay. We open the episode. We smash cut into finishing up the cliffhanger oh, yeah. from last time, where our favourite. Uh, Entry Point Nightsaber Lina has been shot at by the sinister fascistic AD police. They they really as we were watching this, they really go full ham on being corrupt assholes, yeah. don't they? Uh so like there's like those like not helicopters, but like um like rotor planes. Oh gunships. Uh, yeah, like VTOL uh, <laughs> gunships are hovering over them like the terrorists who destroyed the boomer are on the roof. Get them, get them. And, uh, and Leon and Daly are still there like, oh, Had to happen on our day off, didn't it? <laughs> I was one day off retirement. Well, guess I'm working today. <laughs> Silly is watching the whole thing from their mobile command base, being like, you're being broadcast to the whole world. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Get it on. Uh, yep. Lina is stuck in the rubble, and one AD police guy in his big mech suit is there, uh, And he's all like, I found you with my thermal vision. Yeah. Start shooting his minigun. He's got his little uh, video game Terminator screen. Yep. He fires his huge minigun at her. uh, And uh, she's like, oh, I can't really move so well. And he's like, ugh, how have they been making fools of us? And the commander is like, it's just a threat. Don't kill them. And he's like, oh, I can't see very well. And we see his vision. He's just got like a A
1: dead on bullseye.
0: It's like ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Ah, uh, but he this 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 little bully boy got too big for his boots because Prius's hard suit jumps out of nowhere and puts a hole in the head of his K suit, incapacitating him. Hope so. Definitely, he's definitely not capacitated anymore. We can yeah. agree on that. Oh yeah. It's just whether or not it's permanent. He's definitely not walking again, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Uh, Nene just zooms down and is going to use her booster to fly both her and Lena away. But as they get out of the roof, all of the AD police fire their future machine guns at them. Mm. And a a small blue laser or bullet or whatever it is, like, grazes her ankle, which is not where the booster is coming from. No. And they both fall to the floor. She's like, ah! We were like, okay, that was enough. So they're both immobilized. Pris goes ham on the AD police for a minute. She's throwing cars around. She's punching K-suits. Uh, Celia is just like Jesus. She's basically Christ. ripping shit up, having a great time. Yeah, uh, but uh, she gets shot in the back by like a huge grenade launcher, smashed into the wall, uh, and then when she gets back up, she's out of battery. This looks bad for our heroes. It does look bad for our heroes. Leon, Leon is shaking a um, a stormtrooper. Uh, <laughs> Just being like, you crazy asshole, don't kill them. They're not boomers, are you gonna kill them? And he's like, hey, you're off duty today, aren't you? It's Tuesday, isn't it? You talking to me like that? I'm I'm Leon. And then Daly gets between them like, hey, hey, we're all AD police. We're all friends here, all right? I've heard the general manager approve this. The general manager of the AD police? Oh my God. That's insane. They're all out of battery, it looks real bad. How how will our heroes get out of this one? Deus Ex. It's not really. Well, almost. Not really, but in a way, out of nowhere... Because a Deus Ex Machina is something that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, or like, you know, if we go back to the uh, oh. tradition of Greek theatre, yes. it would be when literally Zeus or whoever would show up and be like, and I, Zeus, will solve all your problems. <laughs> it's like if. Um... Whereas this is their boss putting on her mech suit. Yeah. It would be like if. Which has been alluded to before. If a new character were introduced, say, yeah. out of fucking yeah. nowhere. So a new character was introduced later this episode. Yeah. It would be like if he showed up now in the hard suit. And yeah. real, like, Black Ranger moves, you know, or... What? From Power Rangers. Yeah, what do you mean Black Ranger I assume moves? when he was first introduced, he just, like, showed up and saved them. The Black Power Ranger. Yeah. All five of them are together from the start. No, because he was a secret bonus one. Because every season there's always, like, one what? that's, like, um... It's like, not part of the core crew yet, but is... Like, the Green Ranger was like that first, too. Yeah, that was the Green Ranger. And they did it with the black one, too. What? No! And, the- like, we spent spend some time getting Tuxedo Mask brainwashed. Better example, Tuxedo Mask. The Tuxedo Mask was always there from the start. Yeah, but his whole thing was just showing up and, like, <laughs> saving... At the last minute, for oh, one yeah, crucial true. moment, they're not doing anything else. Yeah, true. And they're never showing up for like three episodes. Like and then that's, like, that's yeah. the meme. Like my work here is done. But you didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. So if the, at the new character who was introduced later this episode showed up in a hard suit now and saved mm, them, that would be our day. That would be machina. days. But this is just storytelling. Markina. Yep, it's just the machina. It's it's just machinations. Uh, And we don't get God in the machine in these two episodes, but the next one is about Ghost in the Shell. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if that's... Right? Yeah, okay, sure, whatever. (laughs) More on that later. Anyway. um, A mysterious white hard suit flips (gasps) superimposed over two moons out of the sky. Oh, it's (laughs) a moon with another moon. Real Bloodborne vibes. Uh, it's It's a gleaming white hard suit with blue accents. Very sexual. Sure, if you're into robots. <laughs> to be fair, all of them are pretty. And Daly's sexual. like, I haven't seen a night saber like that in a long time. Ugh! Uh, it activates a uh, proton man wrist blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, cuts. We think it cuts a big Gundam sword. Yeah, cuts off um the the, the K suits. One of the K suits, two arms, and we think it's just like, oh, she just cut off a guy's arms. But then we can just see the little stubs of his hands sticking out in the huge mech Being sleeves. Like, <laughs> It surprises me that they Like in a suit that big They put their arms in the sleeves And aren't just like using like Yeah like joysticks. joysticks Particularly given that That guy must have that guy's huge jacked. arms He's yeah. like um uh Real heads will get this one He's like a roger dean From Final Fantasy fourteen proportions Okay Um Better example What if <laughs> Not an example <laughs> But what if what if it's the guy is in there right in the case suit and he is using the joysticks But then the case suit itself Have, has it's made out of human arms. Yeah, it has big arms <laughs> In it to control the other oh, big. Ah, it's just like a boomer. It's made from living metal. Well, I was thinking that's more. Why like a, it's got arms. I was thinking more like a. Is it a babushka doll? Is that what it is? Yeah, like a or a matryoshka doll. Matryoshka. A Russian nesting doll. Yeah, the Russian nesting doll. <laughs> it's more like you got the big arms that shoot the guns, but then inside a smaller arm. Ah, it's arms all the way yeah, down. Yeah, that are connected to the arms of the guy inside. The arm bones connected to the arm bone. What's that arm bone connected to? The arm bone. What? What do you mean? Where does it end, Liam? what is does it end? Where does the arm uh, bone's and end? And then, like, a bunch of goons fire their machine guns at her, but she has, like, phasing teleportation. Clearly got the coolest hard suit. Yeah, and then Daly's all like, wait, no, the AD police need to be warned. Big explosion, not really sure what caused that, but then the AD police over with Liam and Daly are panicking, uh, and our heroes get away. Woo! Yeah. And the news broadcast stops. Mm-hmm. It was brought to you by the Genom Corporation. Ah, Genom, the leaders in boomer technology. (laughs) Your one source of independent, unbiased news. Brought to you by Genom. Genom News Network. Is it actually called the Genom News Network? I doubt it. It's just called News. It's like news.com.au. It's It's like you say, I'm watching the news. I'm watching news. (laughs) I'm watching news. Wait, do you mean the news? No, 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 the TV show News. Which is actually a uh, sitcom. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm going to write a sitcom called News now. I mean, it's basically... I mean, good, Great News was cancelled before its time. What? The sitcom Great News. Wait, is there a sitcom called Great News? There was. Oh. Uh, it, was, uh, it was very 30 Rock, kind of 30 Rock for the 2010s era, Right. But only got two seasons. Uh, shame. Good stuff. Would recommend. Hmm. Does it have... Um. What's her name? I'm just Tina Fey. Well, A, does it have Tina Fey? Um, she comes into the second season a little bit. But yeah. I think she produced it. Ah, that Could makes be wrong. sense. That makes sense. Does it have What's Her Face from Ugly Betty in it? i never watched that show. Very good. Very good. That's all I needed to know. A spaceship is travelling through space. No, it's a space plane, Liam. Okay. Massive difference. Massive difference. Do you not know the difference between a What's spaceship? What's the utility of a space plane? Okay, so a space plane goes up. From Earth? Yep, from Earth. And then it literally just comes down. Okay, so it travels in like low Earth orbit. Yeah. Uh, to make the most of fuel? Yeah, so the idea is it goes up and then can very quickly get to somewhere else because it can go real fast. But because it's high, doesn't that mean it has to go further? It has to go further, but because you can just go above the atmosphere, you just end up being able to just coast coasting, like, maybe. Yeah. Just hang gliding. So instead of like going against the wind and stuff, you're like, well, there's no wind if we go real high. So let's just fucking do that. Okay. Yeah, And it's arriving at the aerospace port uh, at Hanada. Mm. Haneda. Hanada? 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 Hanada. Couldn't tell you. Nobody knows. Hanada. Uh, and a mysterious boy is there. Ooh, a boy. Oh, more on that in a moment. Meanwhile, Pris has gone to tell Nigel that all their hard suits need a lot of work on account of how they got their asses kicked. And Nigel's all like, you need your bike yeah. fixed. There's kind of a vibe between these two. It's definitely not like Celia and him. It's more like they're friendos, but enemies. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I know? mean, Nigel kind of feels like he's enemies with everyone. That's also true. He did also feel like enemies with so Celia. Throughout at one point. both of all these episodes, there's a lot of conversations where people are talking at Nigel <laughs> and he has his back to them and is wordlessly working on a motorcycle or a hard suit. <sighs> the life of a mechanic, it's never over. The life of a strangely sexy, rude mechanic. Who gets it all and doesn't get anything in return. Doesn't like anything or want anything. It's like, do you want to have sex? No. Well, guess what you're getting, young man. All right. <sighs> all right. Rolls up sleeves. Get <laughs> me a 45 wrench. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's Nigel's whole vibe, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's, I'm just thinking it's like, Marky just shows up and he's like, Nigel, we're having sex. I was like, kid, get me a 45 wrench. <laughs> <range. laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Lena's at her office job oh, and this. another manager creeps on her. Like, like, this guy, he's, he's you know, bad vibes to look at him. Mm. Pencil moustache. Uh, bad glasses. Bad suits. Red tie. Mm-hmm. Well, if that doesn't scream red flag, I don't know <laughs> what does. Uh, and he comes over and he's like, she, she's like doing boring spreadsheet work. And he's like, mm. if someone in the office has a bad mood, it contaminates the whole atmosphere. Then we get a wide shot and there's like basically no one there. Yeah. I just, I laughed so hard at this because it was like, if someone gets a bad mood, it contaminates everyone. No one is talking. (laughs) No one can see anyone. Everyone's in cubicles. And then he leans down and like puts his hand on her shoulder and she's very visibly uncomfortable. And he's like, manipulating the data is like manipulating a human. (laughs) You have to be gentle and caress it softly. Mm. You have to respect its beauty, much like a beautiful woman. Nick, as a certified spreadsheet monkey, do you agree? Yes. Okay. I do. Every time I make a spreadsheet, I'm basically having sex. I think that's the uh, way- You're just can... like Nigel. <laughs> <sighs>
1: <sighs> yeah. That's
0: the noise of tapping. On yeah. In, in, in his case, if he's getting a 45 wrench, I'm getting a, a linear- size 45. Yeah. A linear regression analysis being <sighs> like, oh yeah, here we fucking go. Or, in my case, simple addition. <laughs> so this is gonna- do we, do we have time to go into oh, whatever yeah. you're about to say? Oh yeah. So- in case it's not obvious, most of the time I think in my job, whenever I'm using Excel... Whereas me, most of the time I don't think in my job. Hey <laughs> you, know you, have, oh. you know you have responsibilities, right? <laughs> um, yeah, anytime I open Excel, it's usually just to use it. To do basic addition. Fair enough. I've gotten to the point where they have calculators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what Excel is? A calculator where I can see what I've done before and be like, what was I doing? What the fuck is this number? Whereas I will forget where I'm up to if I'm using a calculator. (laughs) Okay. The creep is like, of course, the only thing you want to look at 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 is a man, right? Then he does that laugh I just did. (laughs) Uh, Walks away. Uh, Anyway, please finish that up today. Oh, by the way, your calves. You better keep an eye on them because they're looking quite muscular. He says too muscular. Sorry, they're looking too muscular. And he walks off and she like draws her thumb across her throat as if to uh, slit her own throat mm. and be like, I'm going to kill him. Meanwhile, so this boy, this the new boy. boy who has arrived, he's mm. the most um like Spike Spencer voice looking motherfucker that ever existed. The most Spike Spencer looking boy. Yeah, so I think that's what? the name of the guy who voiced Shinji in Evangelion. Let me check. The guy who voiced Shinji. Yeah, but like he voices people with a certain archetype. Oh, he's not the guy who voices um, the orange-haired dude in Kingdom Hearts. He's like, hey, I don't know, Kingdom this is Hearts. me. I'm the guy. How are you? Yeah, it was Spike Very Spencer and Shinji. Let's have a look. Let me see his head. Let me see his head. He doesn't look like Spike Spencer. He looks like guys Spike Spencer voices. Yeah, but I got to see him to hear his voice. Yeah, I know his voice now. I know his fucking voice. Yeah. He's all like, hey, it's me, Shinji. This is the voice I have. No. (laughs) Let me me just jack off to my clone. Here we go. Spike Spencer did voice Maki god fucking damn it god. i'm on it god. i calls them like i sees them and i sees them correctly it's like when sees them it's like when you hear john dimaggio voicing yeah. someone and you're just like that's john dimaggio that's bender from futurama or um when they make um what's his name do the spike spiegel voice in everything what's his name the, the guy spike who voices spiegel. spike from cowboy bebop guy who voices spike from cow who's he oh god what else does he do? Everything. He's do so mean? prolific. He's not Nolan North. No, but he was like the, pr- the previous generation Nolan North. <laughs> Troy Baker? If we're defining what? generations as like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to look that up later. But anyway. anyway. So yeah, this guy, he's wearing like 90s tennis gear. Is that fair to say? <laughs> he's wearing cargo pants. He's, yeah, but like up, he's wearing a tennis headband. He's wearing a, an athletic jacket and a white singlet. Yeah. Okay. I see it now. Yeah, I see it now. Okay, but then underneath he's got There's pink just cargo like, Just like some pants. fucking serious '90s fashion in this episode. They're really so is. he's also wearing like a shirt that goes down to his knees and pink cargo pants. Yeah, which is very '90s fashion. Yep. Uh, quick cutaway: Asilia is sad about not being able to wear the clothes she likes anymore. AKA her hard suits, because she's too old and it would destroy her body. Uh, yes and thus she really appreciates yep. young females who can wear that kind of form okay fitting hard and then suit. this boy is there and she's like Oh, you're my younger brother marky but the butler is like i keep telling him that you have no brothers <gasps> no i do he's my <gasps> brother marky <gasps> what she has a brother what a younger brother how interesting and then uh, she weirdly like touches his face. And there's all like yes. with, like the point of her index finger near his near but not on his lips. Maybe she has some issues. I don't know. No, she's perfectly well adjusted. Okay. And then <laughs> she's all like, "All right, let's take you away, Marky. Yeah. And then she goes in to see Nigel. Like, "Hey, Nigel, guess what? I can't wear my clothes. I wore my hard suit for the first time. You care about me, right?" And he's all like, "45 <laughs> <"Ugh." 45> inch." <laughs> I know, I know. I'm too old for the suit. Anyway, how long will it take to fix them? Like a week. That's too sh- too long. I need to kill boomers. And then Nigel turns around like, huh? She's like, I'm sorry. It's just, it means a lot to me. You know how it makes me feel. Mm. The anyway, boomers. my younger brother is here. And then Nigel's all like, mm. brother. Uh, Marky is looking out the window. Uh, th- much the same way every other room in this house is an aquarium. In this room, the city is the aquarium. <laughs> Ooh, so all the people are the fish. Yeah. Or the building's fish. Uh, and he has a brief conversation with the butler where... He's all like, welcome to Tokyo, my good master. We all welcome you. And he's like, great. And then he looks at a, uh, at a, a photograph that he has of child him and child Cilia, But his face is covered by a thumb. His own thumb. What could that imply? And then later on, in the next episode, there's another shot of this same photograph where his face is covered by the shadows of the darkened room, but her face is clear. Hmm. What could it all mean? What could it all mean? Meanwhile, Mason is on video call with Alan, the chairman, Quincy Rosenkreutz. Why is his name Quincy Rosenkreuz? It just is. It's just madness. He's the mastermind of Ganon Corporation, who was behind the restoration through the boomer technology. But he's so old. Anyway, so he's just like, hey... So uh there's a uh, maybe a boomer that's gone. Oh, At well, first it's mad. like, you know, the OD police will be held accountable for not catching the lightsabers. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. How's the Shoham project going? Oh, space boomers keep going crazy, but we'll figure it out. Oh, space boomers are going crazy? Just like how humans in space would go crazy. Isn't that the real crazy thing? Aren't boomers the real people? And Mason is all like, there are no delays to the Shoham project. <laughs> Uh, And like so, Alan is like, "Let uh, Yoshikiri, which I think is the name of his Boomer secretary, but I'm not sure. Could be wrong. Could be another unseen executive. Yeah, um, handle the Boomer stuff, and you focus on the Showham project." And he's like, "Don't think about the Boomers, but I'm obsessed with the Boomers." So he hangs up, tells his secretary to laugh, and And then she she does that for two minutes. Excessive amount of time Yeah The same laugh Like the same like five ten second laugh Just repeated endlessly Just ah, ha, 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 mm. ah, ha, 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 And he's using that To cover the sound Of his uh, Secret Phone call With another guy Who he's He calls up this other Like schlubby looking Business guy And he's like How is the search going For the thing We're looking for And he's all like Well Well we're searching Underground <laughs> But what 1940s radio broadcaster I mean, that's what This guy's voice Looks like to me yeah, but it's like, he he needs more enthusiasm if you're going to use that voice. Well, yeah. searching underground, the earthquake dispersed the central stratum everywhere. Mm, I see. Tell me more. It seems it seems there's a limit to what we can reach from the surface. Okay, I'll think of something. And then he hangs up, Goes looks over, over to the boomer, who is still laughing, and is like, is something funny? And they're like, no. Immediately stops laughing, immediately neutral face. And then he says, don't laugh, my poor doll, and kneels down and puts his head in her lap. Aww. Real like sort of Wolf of Wall Street vibes going on here. Yeah, very like, oh, you're the thing that completes uh, You're me. the Margot Robbie to my other guy. Yeah. The Joker. <laughs> We're going to have a scene where you're all like, if you still want to have sex with me, you've, you've got to make money. And he'll be all like, don't worry. You're a boomer. I'll make a new one of you. You're a boomer. You don't have to worry about making money. Nothing costs anything. Do boomers eat? I'm talking, uh, talking generations. Uh, what? Like boomers? Baby boomers? Ah, uh, what? Anyway, um, boomers do not eat their robots. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So boomers just don't eat anything. I mean, most of them don't have mouths. Do they have, well, how do they, like... Are they battery-powered? Well, they've got the core, of course. Does the core have, like, unlimited energy inside of it? It's unclear. Mm. Are they solar-powered? Like humans? Like the Showham Project? <gasps> oh my god, it all comes full circle. The Showham Project is one big boomer! Anyway. um, There's, like, this whole thing where Markier is walking through the um the house slash shop slash aquarium. Yep. Uh, While Celia is talking a woman into buying some risque clothing. He sits in their 70s-style conversation pit and looks at the fish... And the way they swim through the water reminds him of machines. As we see it superimposed over what he's looking at. Now, I'm no genius, but if I remember rightly, when I looked at a fish, I didn't think of pistons. He's thinking of pistons and like the hard suit fist and... Yeah, I don't know how he got that from that, but (laughs) yeah. The fish is like an elegant machine, like a boomer. Mm, It goes left, then right. Sane to mad. Marky likes machines. He goes down to the pit and sees Nigel working on the hard suits. And he's all like, Hey! Hey, you're a guy. That's a cool machine. You must be using this to do it. You look as if you're talking with that machine. Machines know when they're assembled and powered properly. Mm. You're amazing, mister. And Nigel's like, Oh, sorry, and Silly is behind him like, I didn't say you could come in here. I want you to be a normal boy and have a normal life. Do as I tell you. Be normal. We don't even get that bit yet. Oh no no, they she takes him upstairs for dinner. Ah yes. And so they're sitting at this huge, like black marble dinner table on opposite ends. And there's a there's a shot of it where we see the table like from a side view, and like even the legs are carved out of this same stone. Like just this most opulent, ridiculous table. Mm. Did you did you notice that? I didn't notice the legs, but I did notice the insane obsidian architecture yeah. of it. Um and the saddest meal just like a like a meatloaf or something. I think it's like made, a small steak. Yeah, a small sirloin steak with a single carrot, hasn't been chopped up, Brussels sprouts, and a mushroom. Wow, mm. such fine new cuisine. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy that you came here, she says. I never forgot about you, but I have to be in this town fighting boomers. Marky says nothing. Marky just said, and throughout this whole scene, it's real like Utena cinematography because we're mm. just seeing the lower halves of people's faces and then the camera sort of cuts off at the bridge of their nose. Ooh. Oh, which, biography. as we know, is about concealed intentions and feelings. Mm. Like me. Mm. I wish that man downstairs would come up here and eat with us, he says. And, uh... Celia's all like, he's not going to do that. He doesn't like to do that. He's incredible, isn't he? I understand because I love machines. Celia looks And he keeps talking nervous. about machines and like we see like her ankle shaking and then she's tense holding her fork and mm-hmm. her wrist is shaking. Uh, and he just keeps talking about machines and then uh, she screams, don't talk about machines as if they were human beings. Uh, and then like she gets composes herself. It's like, sorry, I I I have mood swings sometimes. It's. Like, I guess I must have inherited it from mum. You didn't. I inherit that, did you? And he says, of course not, because I'm a... And then she cuts him off. You're my real younger brother, Marky. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Concerning. i got many theories about Marky. I bet you do. I mean, he's eating. Humans eat. Humans eat. But what if he... He We, we never saw him swallow the food. Well, he... <laughs> so wasteful, Nick. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't swallow my food. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. because you're a boomer. <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Pris is playing, uh, a gig Cilia, uh, uh, Lina is at the gym just classic time passing stuff mm-hmm. and Nigel is busy and Marky is watching him from a corner so we see Nigel working and we see um, someone set down behind him a, um, a, bottle of a wine. little hamper with a bottle of wine some sandwiches and some cherry tomatoes maybe some meat as well mm. uh, and then uh, we just see like, having put it, put it down and scurrying away is Marky who goes and sits in the corner and Nick when we were watching this like, I did not think that would be from him no, I thought it would be like Celia being like, I'm so sorry. Mm. But no, it's just Marky being like, now let's watch how he responds. Yeah, so like he doesn't say anything, but he, after a moment, <laughs> uses his wrench to pull the hamper a little closer. Uh, and and Marky's like, the dog <gasps> is... doing responding. it. He's yeah. getting it. Like an animal that you're not sure how it's going to react to an offering of food. Just ridiculous, but it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Marky just sits there in the corner being like, yes, now we wait. Screw strong. <laughs> Learn to trust again, Nigel. We get some shots of Nene's apartment, uh, which is just full of like computer components. Mm-hmm. A lot uh, of circuit boards. Yeah, and 90s uh, computer towers. Yep. Very plastic white. <laughs> yep. She but- gets a video call from Lena and they have a brief conversation about like, I'm working out all the time, but I just don't know how I'm going to catch up with Pris. Hmm. You haven't had any special any special training, have you, uh, Nene? No, I'm just naturally gifted and beautiful and charming. Hmm. We know. <laughs> Anyway, they banter for a bit, but not much of, of, of worth of note happens. I think it's just like, I said a joke, so, so notice it. You should laugh at my jokes, Lena. <laughs> and then it's all like, noted. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Marky wakes up from dozing off in watching Nigel's zone. Uh, Nigel has moved on to another hard suit. Yep. And he, without turning around, and he just effortlessly de- detects that Marky's woken up and just says, <laughs> size 45 wrench. You and mean Markie, I can help you? Size 45 wrench! <laughs> Where is it? Where's the fucking wrench, boy? What if it was like, You stole my wrench, didn't you, Marky? <laughs> and then Marky's like, 15 years ago, I never forgot. I was there. I was your age. Wait a minute, hang on. <laughs> Go on. How old is Marky now? Well, he's a young adult, it looks like. Does it? Because he looks like a kid. He's tall. He's tall. He's tall as an adult. Now, how old is Celia? Um, old, too old to wear a hard suit. She's probably in like her mid thirties, early forties. Jesus Christ! So Marky must be like twenty something. Yeah, maybe late teens, early twenties. That's a bit of an age gap. Well, in that photo, um, with his unseen face, they were the same height. Hmm. And now she's much taller. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was driving at. Yeah. Time passing, we see Nane and Lina arrive in their very 90s outfits. Real sort of one-episode Seinfeld character <laughs> outfits. Like orange see, vest and white shirt. See, Lina, not so much. I think you could still maybe get away with that in Like now. It's like very... a green, lime green collared shirt with a white undershirt. With a blue, yeah. And then Nene, 100% a single episode Seinfeld character yep. we then see Sylvia who gives Cilia. a thumbs up, sorry, we then see Celia who gives a thumbs up, the business is booming yep. if you know what I mean. I don't <laughs> It means that we're going to kill the boomers Meanwhile, uh, in the hard suit pit Pris' su- uh, hard suit has a component missing from when they brought it in mm-hmm. so uh, Nigel sends uh, Marky to go look for it and he stumbles in on the girls changing <gasps> ah. Marky you're not meant to be in there. They're all wearing their tight, form-fitting, soft Suits except for Nana, who is still changing. And there's like, why is there a boy here? He runs away, they come into the pit. And, and they're like, what the fuck were you hey, doing in there, young? This man? is supposed to be a girls' club. Nigel doesn't count. He's an exception. We're a al- it's the no men's club. We're allowed to have one. And then uh Nana's all like, you didn't see anything, did oh, you? I certainly didn't see like just real Spike Spencer voice. I certainly didn't see your pink underwear. You didn't see what, you little shit. And this is gonna be their dynamic going forward. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they just, we just look onto that hilarious comedy bit and the episode ends. Oh. We go into the next episode where there's an underwater secret mining base Ooh. where remote boomers are being used to test the pressure and such for future interplanetary colonisation and resource extraction. Yep. Right? I mean, you're absolutely right. But man, when you say it that way, it's like, damn, that is... That is a, a leap, isn't it? <laughs> so it's basically, right now, what it's it's deep doing, sea stuff. Is high it's, pressure. Yeah, it's being driven by a guy in a facility that's also underwater. Um, and it's pulling out a piece of like rock. Like a rod of stone that they cut with lasers. Yeah, and it pulls it out. And then this man with a scar, I immediately. He's got a real like hero scar vertically over one eye. Yeah, I remember when I saw that face and his dead set focus, I was like, Okay, Phil. Listen up, okay? It's all been building to this one, Phil. Alright, listen, you need to get a win, okay? You need to have a win. The wife needs it, okay? Oh, Phil really needs this one. We need a new pair of shoes, Phil, alright? Um, they put so much, like, effort into his character design, like with the scar and everything. So much more than the amount of time he's on-screen <laughs> warrants. But it's like, he's scarred, ah, literally and emotionally. Uh, and then we have a phone call with his wife who hates him. Um, who's all like, you haven't been home in so long. He's like, Erin, I'll be returning home on our anniversary next month. I promise I'll be there this time. And she's all like, you don't ever come home. Are you still mad at me because I didn't come home for your birthday? It was three months ago. You came home twice this year, and once was only for five hours. You know how the job is? I told you about the job! The job! The job! The you've job, to, th- sweetie! You've got to think about the job! you got to think about me and my underwater boomer. Think about how I'm cutting out this big old rod of stone. That stone is a metaphor for my job, which is strong, stable, and difficult to break unless it's with lasers. He's like, honey, please listen to me, and she's like, no! Uh, and hangs up, and he pulls up the recording of the video thing. <laughs> the <laughs> like, greatest then, moment. We go into like some serious like CSI Miami shit here. Enhance. He he's looking at her, and then he zooms and enhances on the wristwatch she's wearing, and he's like, "Ah, what a nice, uh, what a what a what a shabby wristwatch. Maybe I'll get her." And like this is all revealed at the end of the episode, but like mm. clearly what he's thinking here initially is. I'll get her a lovely new wristwatch with all of my underwater money. Mm. Mmm. But then he somehow notices an even tinier reflection on a non-reflective part of the wristwatch and zooms and enhances even further... And we're talking like a tiny section. Like it's not even the the like the face of the watch where the glass that could hold a reflection would be. It's just like a, a tiny bit of metal on this not shiny wristwatch. Yeah, the housing for the actual yeah. clockwork inside. He zooms and enhances further on that to see the unmistakable reflection of a nude man on his wife's bed. It's just like what? Huh? Uh He is distraught. We see his somewhat. Neutral composure now gains some sweat. Yeah, and he's back in the he's back in the the boomer driving pod. He is reflecting as we soon come but yeah, to. Yeah, he's know. clearly got, not got his head in the game because there's a huge cry of anguish, uh, and we see his anguished face appear over the screen, and then the boomer's eyes turn red and it jets off. And that's the episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Daily Mail headline: My wife was cucked by a boomer. <laughs> I can just imagine some guy, like, on... Because you know how we now have, like, modern media reacts to everything, right? Sure, yeah. Where most modern TV in Australia is someone reacting to something that happened. It's not them in scripted content so much anymore. So much as like, oh, put a comedian on a bench and then let them just talk about this thing that happened. I think you're underestimating how much those shows are scripted, but go on. Yeah. So I can fully see someone being like, hey, look at this headline. He got cucked by a boomer. (laughs) And then someone in the writer's room. Ah, the podcast Bunta Vista. Yeah. And then someone in the writer's room being like, yeah, imagine if... Someone got cooked by a boomer, and then on TV, they'd have like, they're doing the bitch. I should clarify, that's not what happens in this episode, yeah. but, it's but it's a like, funny thing to say. Yeah, it's a real like 30 rock thing where it's like, he's on TV and he has like an existential crisis where it's like, hey, you wouldn't get cooked by a boomer, a boomer, a boomer. And then in his head, it's like, a boomer? Am I? A boomer? Will I be cucked again by a boomer? Is it too late? And then he just collapses on stage and then he gets rushed to the hospital where Big Bird is waiting for them in the this hospital. It's a really elaborate fantasy sequence. Don't you've worry, it's all, Nick. it's all coming together. So then uh, Big Bird's there just being all like, hey. So Nana's trying on her new hard suit. It's colder than usual, but oh. it's much lighter and uh, she can move much better in it. She's really excited about how much she's going to fight boomers. But she doesn't like that Marky's here. Ugh. Nigel's an exception (laughs) (laughs) So Celia comes down with Marky? No he's already in the room Oh okay Um, Yeah Celia comes down and is like Hey Marky's here You're in here again Marky I told you to be normal you need to be a normal boy. Don't get caught up but in the affairs. Nigel says the most words he ever says and is like, Yeah, he's really helping me with the calibrations. It's going much faster because of him. Well, he shouldn't be here. He's normal. I need him to be a normal boy. So exact quotes. Um, Margie, I don't want you to get involved with this place. I want you to be ordinary. Yes, be an ordinary boy. Well, so he does. <laughs> so he leaves. He's scolded. Does he leave?
1: Does yeah, stay there? he goes
0: and looks at the clothes ah, in the yes. shop. And then the butler comes in and says, there are no clothes here for you. There are no clothes here for you, boy. And Mr. Maceo, how long have you been here? Since Celia came to Tokyo. She saved my life. Oh. Okay. And then Maki runs away. So literally, I the first thing I asked here was like, where does the butler get his clothes? The butler shop. Oh. ButlerSupplies.org. That makes sense. That makes sense. So Marky literally just runs away. Literally we, runs. We get a few scenes throughout this episode of um, the underwater boomer just walking through the city and there's one, a nice oh. one here which is like silhouetted against the purple vaporwave sky yeah. as it walks in one direction and playing kids run in the other. Um, What's what's the... um? Is it a bear? Is it a movie with a bear that escapes the zoo or some shit? And then... No, it's a bit in The Simpsons where a bear escapes and then roams free <laughs> and there's that like... Beautiful, serene music in the background as this bear is like... It's not the... Baby elephant, elephant walk. Yeah. <laughs> um, Beautiful, serene baby elephant walk. Yeah. No, it's like start, some bear, like, it just starts walking away. This is the exact moment I think of when I see that where it's like, a boom has escaped. It's sweet naivete. <laughs> and it's just walking. It's like... Oh. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting from it. There was also one of those scenes that we skipped over where a businessman yelled at it, And he's all like, get out of the middle of the road, you freak. And it looks at him and then he's like, hey, if you touch me, I'll call the AD police on you. And then it turns around and leaves. Yep. Uh, Nigel is looking at his secret motorcycle project, which <gasps> is a big red robot motorcycle looking thing. It looks a lot like Pris's, but it's not Pris's. It's not, it's... More mechanical, less motorcycle. Mm. Uh, to re- and it's revealed that Marky followed him home. And he's all like, sorry, I followed sorry, you. Sorry, I've got bad boundaries. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm really bad at this whole, like, not being in your way thing. Should you be here? Well, Cillia went out. Mm. It's a wonderful job to be able to make things like this. I'm an exception. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So then we get what can only be described as some terrible driving from Celia. Celia drives out. She drives out of the city. She hates when she leaves the city and she can see the huge umbrella over it. Mm. Ugh. Disgusting. Um, and she has like a deep throat secret um parking mm. lot meeting with an informant. Mm. Someone. I don't we some Ganem guy. Yeah, we haven't met him yet. I don't know who he is. I don't know what I don't his think he's a significant is. character. He's just someone she's paying to leak information. Yeah. And he basically says, yeah, so there's a... So there's this secret underwater boomer base where they're testing boomers for interplanetary resource extraction. And And uh, one of them went nuts and is in Tokyo. And she's all like, what? A mad boomers roaming the streets? Yeah, it's not not, uh, armoured, but because it's built for such high pressure, it's basically a walking fortress. And she's all like, those sons of bitches. When will they learn the boomers can't be trusted? <laughs> well, actually, it's it's pretty docile right now. It could kill at a moment's notice. Oh, and they talk about how it's a remote slave type and its common name is Moto. Now, I'm no engineer, but when I design my uh, architecture, I don't tend to name the humanoid thing slaves. <laughs> uh, it seems like poor taste. I assume that... Is more of a technical term about how like you might have like a um... oh yeah like it's the master is the one controlling the slave like it's it's like the... I, I know what you mean but when you say it like that without the yeah, a, additional know. contextual words yeah it's pretty bad isn't <laughs> yeah, it yeah. yeah it's it's done, it's not in good taste is it mm. this is why you probably want to call it the reflector and reflectee not the reflector and the slave ah uh, is that why they keep saying the reflector yeah because later he's on. Re- yeah because it's reflecting his thoughts right yeah mm. yeah so he's the reflector. Sort of in the second half of this episode, we kind of pivot mostly to the AD police perspective, Leon and Daly. Mm. uh, And they spend a lot of time looking for the guy they think is operating as Boomer Mm. and speculating about where he could be. Which they find pretty quickly. Yeah. Not gonna lie. They're good at their jobs, it turns out. It's their day off. Yeah, so meanwhile, Erin, the unfaithful wife of the Bill, the Boomer husband, uh, is stop. There's just a brief interlude of her sitting at home, uh, and then outside her window is the face of the boomer. Yeah, and she's looking at the photo being like, Ah, Bill. And then... You're a liar, Bill. You didn't come home on my anniversary. Juxtapose of the boomer who's at home right now. Meanwhile, Mason... (gasps) Mason? They talk about the boomer. Oh, yeah. And how he's roaming the streets. The name of the reflector is Bill Nordberg. He's an engineer. Very Japanese name. Yes, Bill Nordberg. He's the only one who can operate it. The moto probably appeared in Tokyo because his wife lives here. New kind of wife guy discovered. <laughs> what? Wife guy who drives his remote boomer home to see his wife on their anniversary. Oh, so lovely. Some civilians have already called the AD police and Mason is like, Good, let them handle it. I don't need to be in this episode anymore. <laughs> That is kind of the vibe I got from that. Yep. Eren is having a boo- affair. boozy affair with unnamed loser guy who Let's call lives him- in a bathrobe. Let's call him Luke because why not? We don't need to name him. Alright, his name is now- <laughs> If you name him you'll grow attached. But we need to be attached because he could die. And the boomer is outside and the AD police pull up all around the boomer. And And even though they're so drunk that when Erin goes to look at, (laughs) she drops and smashes her wine glass. For some reason. She does stumble over to the window to see what the commotion is. And there's a boomer out there with the logo of her husband's company on it. And she knows. Uh, And then nude guy comes up behind her outside the window and is like, hey baby, what's wrong? And she's like, it's Bill. It's Bill. This neighborhood's unsafe if there's a strange boomer like that. Uh, That's probably our boomer line of the week. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And And while they're talking, we just see the the exterior door (laughs) slowly crack open and a bunch of like Metal Gear Solid crouch walking AD police guys come in around the back of the couch while this guy's trying to put the moves on Aaron right in front of the window. And he's all like, come on. Blanket Your husband's off. at the bottom of the Atlantic, as he always is. And always will be. <laughs> and then and uh, then he realizes that the room is full of stormtroopers. And they're all like, get down on the ground! There's not a drill! Leon and Daly are there. Are you okay? I guess the boomer is gone. And uh, Aaron's all like, that was, that was Bill. Bill. He knows. We're looking for Bill. The only person who can stop the boomer is Bill. Bill? Bill. But there was Bill. Uh, and the other guy who's like holding the blanket over his privates is like, Can I go now? And daily just comes into frame, like, Yep, I just finished verifying your identity. Know who you are, know who you're having an affair with. I think he's holding a camera, so No, it's like a little like um Like a PDA. I mean, I think it's basically an iPhone. Yeah, like a like smartphone it's, kind yeah, of because yeah. he's basically just like I, I assume he probably scanned the guy's face or his ID and like pulled him up on the AD police mm. cyberpunk database as like facial match. Mm anyway so he leaves yep so long nude man we never see him again nope yep he was killed by the boomer off screen <laughs> and the world was a better place for it uh, Aaron is drunkenly looking at a photo of Bill in his underwater base looking pretty happy and he's all like yeah, I'm Bill and Daley's just like gonna take this I'm gonna scan the photo and Aaron is all like oh my god it was Bill he's come back to see me he's come back from the dead the AD police have pretty easily tracked the boomer. It's on a big motorway. Uh, Lena's hard suit isn't ready yet, so Pris and Nene are gonna suit up and go beat it up, while Lena provides support in the truck. She does not do anything. Classic. So they go fight it. Celia's all like, "Be careful out there." Yep, all the stuff we used to be used to seeing right now, like the big railgun launch. Yep. Uh, the they, AD police are there. They head on out, and uh, nothing's gonna stop them now. It's all gonna go well and normal. Nothing wrong can happen. Meanwhile, on en route to the scene are Leon and Daly, who smell a rat. Oh? I wonder why they're taking so long. That woman said something strange, didn't she? Her conscience drove her crazy. She brought a man into the house. No, it's strange. First, the call from that civilian is suspicious. Huh? I think Ganem is hiding something. Ooh! Oh! Daly! You the photo, fuck! Yeah, Daly's doing some cyberpunk noir, uh... There's, a, there's the a bigger things. story behind this yep. stuff. Huh. Look, in the photo oh, that we scanned, behind them is a hydraulic gauge on the wall. Hmm. Secret underwater boomer base? Huh. Oh, how <laughs> interesting. Like, I guess it's meant to be secret. Yeah. We do also see, um, on, the, on the close-up of the company logo, the uh, descriptor Vumars for high-pressure exploration or environment. Something. It's covered by the sub, but... Voomas. <laughs> hmm. Okay, Vumar. <Voomer. laughs> I wonder if there's going to be like a generation... Because we've got Generation XYZ. What if at some point it's like, Generation V. The Voomas? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will get more on Boomer versus Vumar later. Wait, is that a real distinction that's going to happen? No, but it's a tr- it's a localization thing. Oh no! <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay, so stay tuned for like the last five episodes of the show for more on voomers. voomers. Oh Jesus Christ! Just one moment. I'm very excited to share about that particular localization quirk. Mm, okay, all right. I'll keep it in mind, and by that I mean I'll forget. So then we have a flashback. Yeah, Bill. Having just figured out that his wife is cheating on him, calls and tries to and leaves a voicemail. Honey, I forgot to tell you, I'll be on vacation for three weeks, starting with our anniversary. So, uh. Why don't we relax a while, just you and me? He's like putting on a brave face, despite obviously having seen that. Mm. And then we, we get a cut to the Boomer core mutating. Same sort of shot we've seen before. Because it's feeling the anguish. It is. Or something. Yep. Uh, then it's just Marky being Ma- all like, Maki's gone to see Nigel because he's realised something's wrong with Briss's hard suit and she's gonna die yep and so like Nigel open the fucking door so this happens contemporaneously with the fight the boomer effortlessly effortlessly destroys one of those VTOLs Nigel is drunk and passed out on his couch living the dream (laughs) right The dream this drunk passed out on your couch he lives in his mechanic workshop he goes to a lingerie store to fix mech suits and he does not talk to anyone he has sex on a casual basis with the owner with of a billionaire. the store uh, and gets to create I guess things that he doesn't want to work on Yeah, it's a good life Um, so yeah, Maki's like, there's something wrong with the suits. It's not my problem. My job is to maintain and set up the suits. Well, it is your problem, you fucking... It's not my fault they deployed them before that. I said they were ready. But we gotta do something. I've gotta call them. Oh, this computer's broken. (laughs) Then we cut away, but we do come back to him fixing it. Yeah. In the weirdest way. Yeah. But, yeah. So, um, our heroes get there. Nene's so proud of all her new movement capabilities. She does a bunch of karate kicks. They seem to be pretty... Pretty effective. Nice. And she fires some more needles at them, which are the most effective we've seen so far, but still pretty ineffective. Um and then Oh then it slams her pretty effortlessly. So yeah. Pris gets involved. And then Pris gets fucking bodied. So yeah, she's doing well first, but and before she, um she's gonna go for the finishing blow, even though by this point Marky's repaired the computer and warned her that her arm is uh dodgy. Yeah. So she's going to do the finishing blow. Then her arm immediately seizes up. She falls over and like gets its huge metal hand put over her face. And she's like, but my arm, I need my arm. <laughs> my special arm. It's the source of my powers. Meanwhile, Leon and Daly have found the last recorded footage of Bill. <gasps> it's from a month ago. He's working the boomer remote control thing. Yeah. And there's a um a pressure malfunction and water floods the station and he dies. That means that the boomer that's being controlled by Bill isn't being controlled by Bill at all. It's controlled by itself? The ghost in the shell. Oh my God. It also says, end of trans space mission. Which I think you could never get away with in this day and age. Shut up. Um, Yeah, but they... um... These boomers are bloody transing our youth, ain't they? (laughs) Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Uh, Even you were like, yeah. Uh, Jojo's world said trans rights. Yeah, if anyone goes against trans rights, we'll punch you in the neck. Yep. Yeah. With our uh our uh pre suit style wrist bombs. Yes. If who's dead, then who's operating that thing now? And by this point it's gone like full Cthulhu. It's like blah. it's got four you know it's like you know something the hedgehog has like those double eyes? Yeah. It's like got two of those. <laughs> four eyes. I'm singing double, four eyes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's just gone mad and it's real angry. Yeah. Uh it's shooting out like these pylons of metal at Pris, but she can smash through them. This is before she fell over. Um Is it? Yeah. Oh, right here. Marky figures out how to how to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh Pris needs to punch herself in the arm using one of her, her other arms. With using one of her using her other arm, but using one of her hand bombs. Yes. Uh and then uh Nigel gets involved for the first time. Oh, making a special exception. Oh, but he was uh, so aloof! To chime in to say, set the power of the bomb to three. No one knows how any of this works. Yeah, <laughs> And Pris is like, I'm just going to shoot myself in the arm if that's alright. And she does it. And she fights and effortlessly destroys the boomer. Literally, as soon as she gets up, she just destroys its yep. core. And then Erin, the wife, is there being like, Bill! Bill, you're the boomer. That's Bill in there. And then Daly's like, no, he died a month ago. And she's like, oh Uh, shit, what? Well, well, he probably... And we end this episode on the weirdest fucking note. No, hang on. The exact sequence of (laughs) events... Okay. ...goes... She shows up is like, Bill, that Bill's the boomer. He's working underground and controlling the boomer. And press destroys it. And then Daly goes, no, your husband died a month ago. Yeah, and then we cut to a little while later and she's like holding her face in her hand, like, Oh my Fagally god, my husband shock. my husband is dead. But she's in denial, like even if he was alive, he never would have come home. Just like Trying to rationalise dealing with the pain of having a newly dead and husband. Not daily. goes, No, Leo, I think, Leo. Leo. So Leon's like, No, I'm pretty sure he was coming home this time. We checked his vacation schedule and it was definitely booked out. He took three weeks of vacation starting today and made reservations for two for an island in the south. And then she looks She's up like, and is like, What? And Departure then, date is tomorrow. And then Daily goes, Also, we found this that he was going to give to you. A beautiful golden engraved wristwatch with the message... Erin, love forever, Bill. And then she just starts crying and Leon and Daly get just standing there like, we did a good thing here today. Good. Ah, good work, boys. <laughs> All in a day's work for the AD police. All right, where are we off to now? All, All right, 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 boys, you, where are we dropping? You find a walk home? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to head to the bar. Leon and Daly out. But I'm in my pyjamas. They shoot a basket at the roadside basketball hoop. Bye. Manly clap together at the start just of credit. Just fucking the ruining her emotional integrity about her dead husband just to drive off, drive away. <laughs> it's like the next one is like, you know, my wife died from the feeling in too the miserable. the Wars of 98. And I mean, when you had the look in your face, it reminded me of her dead corpse. Yeah, so Pretty you don't want to hook up or... <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah and that's the end that's of the episode. episode. What a fucking weird. Like like I know what they're going for like where it's like oh they did love each other after all but no, I don't no. feel like it really quite hits the mark. Yeah it's more like a no he was a good guy. And you you should feel terrible. She was like what have I done? <laughs> Why do women have to suffer in anime? Um. Um, great. So what are your highlights and lowlights today, Nick? Uh, my highlight is the last bit <laughs> yeah, br- because it's Good just, call. it just starts off as like, oh my God, my husband is dead. And I was like, man, it would really suck to learn that your husband is dead from a police officer <laughs> yeah. as you run out. And that he died a month ago. <laughs> and then it just goes places where it's like, no, I reckon he was coming home this time, you dumb bitch. Come on now. And you're like, what? Here's a huh? photo of the watch he was going to give you. Oh my not, God. Not the watch itself. And then they just stand there being like, yeah, he you was d- a good you guy. You don't get the keepsake. That's evidence now. Yeah. But you get to know that it existed. Yeah. I guess the, he really had the moral high ground there, huh? Ooh, some thunder. Ooh. That was terrifying. Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, My highlight was Celia kicking butt in her uh, Mm. Hatsu. I like it when like the mentor who doesn't get to throw hands off and gets to bust out. Mm. When Splinter's like Yeah, I fucking uh, love it when Splinter is like watch out for Shredder. And then Shredder shows up and he's like I found you Splinter It's like Oh, Uh, have you? This is for my master Hamato Yoshi. Yoshi? That was his it depends on it depends on the uh, continuity of Ninja mm. Turtles. But Splinter was either Hamato Yoshi transformed into a rat, or Hamato Yoshi's pet rat transformed into a giant rat. Hmm. Mm. I see. Interesting. Low lights. Um. My my low light um... is uh, CSI zoom in enhance <laughs> nude man watch reflection. But also is maybe that my highlight? <laughs> <laughs> it is the dumbest shit because <laughs> there's no reflection there and then he's like wait is that a reflection it's like wow these cameras are really good like insanely good um my, my low light is gonna be Marky just showing up and being all like I'm in the show now have, have some food I'm man. normal yeah just be like have food you're a dog right Nigel <laughs> Have the food, Nigel. I trust you, Nigel. And then just... And Nigel just like in a single swig downing half a bottle of wine. Oh my god. Impressive work though. (laughs) Impressive work. Pulling the cork out with his teeth. Oh, but you know that it's like either... So here's... Okay, so here's my theory with him. Do you want to bust into predictions? Yes. Okay, so. Maki is around. Uh, With a mysterious photo. Nigel has repaired three out of the four hard suits. With his aloof girlfriend around. Girlfriend? Well, maybe. I don't think they're putting labels on it, Nick. Maybe I'm assuming too much (laughs) here. With his lover? That much we can be certain of. Mason is looking for something beneath Tokyo. Everyone's looking for something. I think that's most of the status quo. Yeah. What else will happen next time on Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo 2040 in the episode entitled... Fireball. Nice. Okay. Either... Marky is the boomer. Marky is the boomer. Which is why he The has one a... Mason's looking for? Uh, no. Because Mason's not looking for a boomer. Mason's looking for something else? He said he was looking for his boomer. Oh yeah, his boomer. But he, uh, I assume that's like some grander concept, you know? Some like- Wait, is it literal? <laughs> it might be literal. But it won't be. It'll be like a grand- I'm like, I'm looking for my boomer, you know? Where it's like. Oh, like my thing that will revolutionize society in the same exactly. way Boomers did. It's like. But how... why is he looking for that in tunnels beneath Tokyo? Uh, Because it's probably some kind of like. I think we're getting some hail out there. Oh my God. Serious weather here at JoJo's World Perth Studios. This is gonna destroy my plans. This today. is gonna destroy the audio fidelity of this podcast. We apologize, but. I, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I don't either now. <laughs> uh, so either he's the Boomer, right? Either Marky's the boomer Marky the weirdo Could be the boomer Yeah Or this kid Some fucking asshole Who's learned about the night sabers Done some digging Maybe followed Lena Online Or something <laughs> Right Cause he loves the net Um And then said Right If I go here I reckon underground There's the secret base Wait This is Marky? This is Marky And so Are you saying he's not Silly as brother? No I reckon he's some imposter who's either trying to bring down the Nightsavers... But, but there was a Marky. But there was a Marky, but it's not him. Okay. Marky's some fucking asshole who's coming and been like, oh, 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 I think I know what I can do here. Um, and he is either trying to get in with the Nightsavers. Okay. Trying to destroy the Nightsavers. From within. From within. Or just like... An AD police seat sleeper agent. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Like one of those two things, probably. Yeah. Okay. Um... And what kind of boomer are we going to fight next? So we've had underwater for future colonisation. Yep, we've had waitress, we've had uh, factory worker, and I think we've had cleaning robot. Hmm. We haven't really seen any other kinds of boomers. Have no, you? but just think about things that a robot could do. Like a data analyst? Sure. Like a manager? Oh, but it's going like, to hack into <gasps> their computer systems. Oh my god. what? if Nana is going to have to counter-hack it.
1: Yes!
0: Yeah, something like that. Or maybe Linna's middle manager boomer. Oh, no. I reckon that might be the next one. And she'll be like pinned down in her office and it's like, guys, you need to get the hard suits here. No, 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 it'll be like, oh, I see what... yeah, 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 exactly. She'll be like pinned down and the middle manager will be like, get back to work. Get back to work. Efficiency to work. must go up. It's like, but we can't. Yes, you can. Humans only need this much sustenance per three yeah, days. Yeah, you only need this much oxygen per minute to live. You only require this much sleep to work. We haven't slept in two days. Get over here. We can't get in there. She's too powerful. She's so good at <laughs> Um But something like that. Mm-hmm. And what of the Showham Project? Fucking... The Showham Project is such a weird thing. <laughs> they just keep name dropping it. They keep talking about it. It's like the Space Elevator Showham Project. Boomers have gone mad up there. What if the whole station goes mad? Like what if the whole point of it is like using boomer tech... In the project that they're not yeah. saying... And it turns into, like, a big kaiju. Exactly. And then it's like, well, the night have to fix this. In space. Super night saber, Like, some massive mecha fight versus... Hell yeah. Yeah. Something like... I reckon that might happen. Or Alan will become a boomer and try to He's take over... He's more boomer than man yeah. by this point. And try to take over the world like like a um like he becomes the internet right like he like uploads his consciousness becomes like a super powerful ai that can take over everything and is like great i now own everything you work for me okay that kind of thing maybe all, all right. right well we'll find out next time on jojo's world tokyo 2040 <laughs> such bubblegum so far but until then to, to be, be continues